Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Warning: This podcast will contain spoilers about the series Hunted Australia. It will contain some strong language and, at some point, may even contain a dog. Hide and Seek is a childhood classic game played by children all around the globe. But how about when they become grown-ups? Could they leave behind the lives they built and stay hidden in order to win a cash prize, evading capture from their country's elite team of hunters? My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. In 2022, we discovered the UK version of Hunted and became obsessed. We've since found out about Hunted all around the globe. And for this series of the podcast, we're going down under talk all things Hunted Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. I've just received information that we have 18 fugitives in two vehicles headed towards the Melbourne area. Copy check. Right, I doubt it. We'll review the footage and stand by. You've got to trust your instincts. I know you thought you were trusting them today. Maybe think... you were. We don't know if they came. That's just it. We don't. The thing that scares me the most about going on the run is paranoia just that whole unknown element of will we be hunted today surveillance in australia i just feel like everyone's being watched if i can't outsmart the hunters then how am i supposed to do my own job it's almost conflicting to normally be the good guy you're the bad cop now yeah i still have to win why not my house i mean that's an option that's a rookie error like only because it's the first night They'll be thinking, well, who are they going to reach out to first? I quite honestly don't think it's going to be an issue tonight. That's the access point right there for vehicles. So if we're going to deploy a sentry camera on that, we want to have it in a position that can cover the driveway and on foot straight at the front door. I tell the team, what I need is you to put a camera up so we can see all access points, keep them under surveillance, do not get compromised. Is there anyone in the car? Oh, look, then I'll be leading down. We're going to lose Jackie in a minute. Is that Jackie? That's Jackie. Jackie! Oh! Hunters. That's her. That's her. Oh, no! Oh, no! 
So it's time to get your capture pants on and run away from the hunters. It's not the hunters I'd worry about, it's the 400,000 crocodiles and 140 species of land snake. It's okay. No snakes and crocodiles are going to get you here. We're still in the UK. Jordan might though. Good point. Welcome to the Hunter Podcast. Welcome back to the Hunted Podcast for our review of episode 8. Last week it was all about exhaustion, paranoia and fear. This week it's all about... Dodgy wigs? No. Um, sitting down captures on a bus, aka boring captures? No. <sighs> Come on then, what is it? It's all about... Yeah, come on, I haven't got all day. Tension! Oh, I see what you did there. Are you trying to be me this week? Are you trying to like do the funny stuff? Yeah, I was trying. All right, I'll do you then. Go on then. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at Hunted Podcast on Instagram, at Hunted Podcast on Twitter, at Hunted Pod on Facebook, and HuntedPod at gmail.com. And yes, I know, I've got all of them wrong, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, should we okay. should we swap back? Okay, you go. I mean, you could do more intros. That's fine. Okay. I, I don't have All an right. issue with that. You carry on doing that. You were actually quite good at it. Thanks. So, so why don't you just do the thing? Tell people where they can find us. Okay. In- yeah. Uh, they can find us on Instagram at Hunted Pod, Twitter it's at Hunted Pod, Facebook we're just Hunted Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you can email us, huntedpod at outlook.com. Yeah, not had any for a while. So no, yeah, please do email us. Yeah, come and say hi. Just because we're not watching the UK version at the minute it doesn't mean that you can't email us. No, email us about anything hunted related. What if you're an Australian that you've been, that's been listening to this? Email us to complain about my really bad Australian accent if you want. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I don't mind. Just, yeah, just, 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 just engage just in conversation. Yeah. Send us something in engaging conversation. That's all we want you to do right well as you said penultimate episode yeah now at the very start of this series yeah um i complained in episode one of the podcast mm. that the episodes were really long yeah and that i couldn't see how it would work dragging out because we sort of knew from the little bit of research that we'd done mm-hmm. i couldn't see how dragging it out over two episodes in terms of that last few days yeah. would work but, but actually it really did work didn't it it did those short amount of days i think we covered like one and a half days yeah but it worked so well because they i don't know they be, i think because there's less of them as well we can see more of what everyone's doing maybe it was just a little bit of luck because in terms of like fugitives that have been found and fugitives that mm. are left there was there's not many left when we pick you up at with three days to go no there's what two and a half teams at that yeah. point um so you know there is less of them therefore more action to mm. be shown they've obviously committed to nine episodes in the series or whatever so th- there is the opportunity to show it 
But that's why I think we wrote down the word tension because it actually really does portray the yeah. tension really, really well. And I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. And I think there's also bits where they have you like wondering, oh, are they going to find them? Are they not going to find them? Is it yeah. going to happen? Is it not? And it's, yeah, it really does keep you on your toes. I mean, I guess, I think, you know, if we'd have watched it all in one clump. Yeah. I think I might have been a little bit frustrated by it because I think by this point I'd be ready to get to the end. Yeah. If we'd have done the binge watch like we did on the UK version. Yeah. Because actually thinking about it, when we binge watched the UK versions initially, up until the last Celeb Punter yeah. series, we'd never watched it as it went out. Um, we probably were a little bit disappointed that that was it and we wanted to see a little bit yeah. more. So maybe we wanted to see a bit more balance and that's what they've done. But yeah, I... I'm a fan of, of what they did with that stretch. Now I'm actually now really looking forward to when we sit down and watch the finale to see mm. if that tension ramps up, if it's a, an anti-climax or if they, they get it right. So well done, Australian TV producers. Well done, Australia. Shall we remind people where we are then? So obviously, yes. if you are just listening to this for the first time and you're thinking, what on earth are these two banging on about? Um, we are a couple, yes. Yep. Seven, six years. Six years. Uh, oh, just wishing for more, obviously. <laughs> Got away with that, kids get it. Um, and we <laughs> discovered Hunted, like we said in the intro, last year, became obsessed mm-hmm. and decided to start a podcast about it, mainly to stop a comedian in the UK called, J- called Ed Gamble uh, doing the podcast because he does every other podcast on TV shows yeah. that we like. Um, just for a laugh, really, we started doing it. We were going to stop after 10 episodes and then we decided to push ourselves when uh, Celebrity Hunted came out, yeah. had a really good response to it and decided to carry on because people wanted more. And here we are. Here we are. Um, if you're an Australian listening to this and you're thinking, hmm, whatever, you know, just get involved and get on board with it because we're going to take Australian Hunted under our wing now. We are. Um, and we've got lots more to come, uh, by have. the way. Um, the point of what I was saying is just a little bit of background on us and, you know, that we have all these questions and the way we watch TV and stuff. And yeah, it's just quite interesting, I think, to see like how we watch it and what we've done Mm -hmm. historically. So it's quite a different... We've gone back to... What we've tried to do with Australian Hunted is find an amalgamation between the way we first started watching Hunted, which was binge watch. Yeah. Because we didn't actually start doing a podcast until we got quite late into it. But we were talking about it like all the time like every conversation we had if like we were driving into town or to get food or shopping it was literally hunted which dominated our conversations yeah we were always thinking of somewhere we could hide or somewhere we could run to what like the moves we'd make and things like that it got properly in our head but we'd binge watched it yeah we weren't sure if it was that and then obviously when we got to the celeb version we were watching it as it went out on tv week by week by week and We've tried to do that with Australian Hunted. Mm-hmm. So obviously it was on TV last year, maybe, the Australian version in, in uh, Australia. Possibly, yeah. Came over to the UK um, about two months ago now yeah. on all four. Um, and we did think about binge watching it and then talked about it afterwards. But then we decided that what we'd do is we'd podcast about it and we would watch it week by week. All right, some of the episodes we've watched back to back because yep. they were shorter and we had ideas. We were basically trying to, at that point, we had no idea when our next 
UK civilian hunter was going to air, so we were trying yep. to sort of get it done. We know a little bit more about when that may or may not air now, so we're fairly comfortable that we'll be able to finish this and it not be interrupted. Mm. Um, so we've just started watching it probably twice a week and doing yeah. podcasts about it because we're trying to get a little bit ahead of ourselves now because we've got some other stuff coming up which we need the time for. Yes. So long-winded answer we've been trying to do a little bit of the two but we've been waiting in between each episode rather than just going should we watch the next one all right then and then yeah, we go. give ourselves a few days so shall we remind people where we're at yes so end of episode seven we were at three days remaining so that makes us 18 days if that if it was 21 days on the run minus three i'm going to say that's probably 18. about right that's yeah probably not right is it yeah. yeah, that's the maths. Yeah. Um, so we have, we had Nicola Vigny getting on a bus. Uh, Alpha and Charlie teams turning up to the station. Nick getting off the bus and running, being caught. But Lavinia staying on the bus. Now, and that's where the, it went zoom yeah. and it finished. I have a little bit of inside intel on <gasps> that capture. Not going to say who from, because okay. I don't want to um, reveal my sources trouble. and get anyone in trouble. Um, and I'm not going to reveal all of it. But I said at the, the end of the last episode about mm-hmm. like talking about basically how how could they not see them? They were trapped on the bus. How could they not get yeah. them? And it's as simple um, as this. Basically, um, it's it's basically a. Um, one team missed the turn into the bus depot, so it ended up on the road that paralleled the tracks that was only accessible via a walkway, which Nick ran over. Nick, Nick ran over to um, by driving back and over the tracks. Um, they didn't know that they were on the bus initially. They only identified them on the bus when they stood up and moved to the front of said bus. The bus doors were closed as one of them approached, and then um, Nick. Um, told the driver he had to let him off he then ran and both the the, um team thought that lavinia would um would would also go but she stayed on Mm. the driver shut the door with her inside um and obviously because they were chasing them chasing what they thought was them both yeah uh, but wasn't they'd left the bus there and left the bus to, to pull away um as they ran back towards the bus um, obviously realised that one of them went back towards the bus and off they went yep. um, another one, um, I think it was Clancy who were uh, part of the, the team chased Nick for uh, before obviously capturing him uh, and things like that as well so um, it's one of those things where it's it's one of those things where they're, they're like it's made to look like the hunter's knew they were on the bus but didn't yeah. um and it's just those little bits of misinformation and things like that and then obviously them following mm. the bus and sometimes you know the whole sorry jordan thing yeah how i sometimes give him a little bit of criticism for or we give him a little bit of criticism for being bad yeah the whole you and thomas see your mate thing yeah. hilarious and you know we've turned it into a nice joke wouldn't do it if he didn't enjoy it no. and wasn't on board by the way um, but sometimes I do wonder are the production making him look bad do you know what I mean like 
when a ground team misses somebody, yeah. our production making them look bad by the way they edit it. And, you know, when it cuts to HQ being frustrated and them going, fuck's sake, and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. And then HQ having to get the information to find out where they're going next. Yeah. Would it not make more sense if it was actually the ground hunters that got that information by talking to someone? So say, for example, um, you know, let's let's take prime example uh, of a bus capture. Mm. One's got off and run and, and been caught. Another's stayed on the bus. They've realised stayed on the bus and bus has gone. In terms of finding out where that bus is going, would it not make more sense for the ground team to have found out where it's going and then relayed that to HQ rather than HQ yeah, sourcing it? because surely they could just ask someone at the station really, really quickly. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. I do wonder if production and i'm not taking anything away from the hq team no. because obviously they do their research as well but in terms of practicality and asking those questions in the moment mm. i do wonder whether the ground team do more than what is shown possibly yeah does that make sense yeah. in terms of yeah I get... asking the, asking those questions and relaying that information well, yeah, because we don't see a lot of the ground hunters really we just see them traveling between captures walking around asking if anyone's seen anyone they clearly do a hell of a lot more than what we're seeing i would love to see more of the ground yeah. hunters because i was thinking about this as well it came to me i'll tell you what actually when it came to my head mm. we were watching police interceptors yep good show channel five channel five and it's based in Nottingham. the area we live yeah. it's nottinghamshire police and a lot of it because it's mansfield ends up being mansfield and surrounding areas <laughs> When someone gets lost, it was, it was, they had a foot chase with um, someone who'd stolen a car or something. Um, I can't remember the exact one. But basically, this driver of this car had abandoned the car and got away. Mm -hmm. And there were two officers that, that were on the tail and tailing him. One officer had got out and was chasing. Mm -hmm. And there was another one who was, who'd obviously was chasing behind and was asking members of the public, have you seen a man in a grey top, for example, yeah. running... In this looking out of breath or whatever, or anyone looking suspect, mm. they're asking the questions. It's not, oh, Sarge, I've lost him. All right, leave it to us. We'll find out where they've gone. Yeah. So they... I just it just made me click. Just made me wonder a little bit. Yeah. There's more to the ground hunters which should be shown. Possibly, yeah. Anyway, that's my little side note. Okay. I've gone off on a bit of a tangent. All right. I apologise. All right. Shall we go back to where we were then? Yeah, so we've go on, then. we've got Nick captured at the end of episode. Seven mm -hmm. at the start of episode eight, we pick up with um Lavinia being um stuck on the bus, yeah, with paranoia and yeah. fear. Who else have we still got in the game? We've still got Staffy and Matt, um, and we've still got Jake and Rob. Staffy and Matt are friends, yeah, Jake is, and Rob are also friends, but Jake is a police officer, so they're taking it a little bit more. Yes. Not not more seriously, but it's as grey and... It's more to heart. Yes, as I really apologise for pronouncing your name wrong again, but one of the one of the HQ hunters, Graham Simpendorfer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Sorry if I said it wrong, Graham, <laughs> or Simp. Um, says this is a personal battle between the police force that I worked in and the police force he yeah. worked. And just that added bit of... There's that added level to it. There's yeah. an added layer to it is what we're saying. Um, I guess we should delve straight in with the Lavinia, right? Yes. Because otherwise it's not going to make sense, no. is it? No. Let's start off with Lavinia. Um, she is on the bus um, and she 
says that she has nothing apart from $50 and a Mikey card, which is sort of like an oyster. An oyster. So she does have something then. Yeah, I think she... I means, would argue I that you I think she could... means that she ha- she doesn't have any of the camping stuff or the food or anything like that. But I'd argue with $50 in your pocket that you, that you don't have nothing. Yeah. All right, even if you've not got this, this and this. But let's remember what HQ has said previously about that pairing. Ah, yes. Fair point. So we'll leave it there. Fair point. That they're used to having money and they're used to having... Being comfortable. ...things and being comfortable. So $50, which equates to around 25 quid, get you a Nando's-ish. Just about. It'd get you quite a few grags. Yeah. Basically, it'd get you some food and a bus ticket elsewhere. Yeah. And maybe a bed she's got her Mikey card. Exactly. So that's her transport. But we have Team Alpha... Um, who are still with Nick, but they're searching his belongings, which we've seen before and which we like. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that because this is again why I'm saying, right? Why I went off on my little tangent. They're the ones searching his bag. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are finding out information. Which they do here because they find a diary with their plan. And then they relate to HQ, yeah. who can then go, then can be like the strategic thing of going, bop, 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 this is what, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, so they find the diary with the plan. However, the hunters aren't sure whether Lavinia got off the bus or not. So we know that this bus is, it was a it was an express. So where they got on, there was one stop and then there was the end destination. So she there was only two possibilities as to where she yeah. could have got off. Yeah, so hunters don't know one. If she got off when Nick got off, they don't know. Um, And then they realise we need to beat it to its final destination. But then whilst they're on their way to the final destination, they have the thought of, did she get off at whatever this middle stop was? I think it was Druin. Did she get off at Druin? Because I wrote down a really bad gag. Come on then. Druin or don't. (laughs) That's about the level I was at. I (laughs) apologise. They don't know if she got off or not, and we we see um, we see on the show that whilst at that stop, she's looking round and trying to decide whether to get off or not. She's at a real panic. You really see her being really, really twitchy, and mm. you can just tell that sometimes in a pairing. And this is nothing against her or or them as a, a two, but sometimes when you're in a pairing, you are lost without another, and you just don't quite know. Like splitting up was the worst thing for them to do like she even said as soon as he got captured i don't want to do this yeah and you could you were certain moments when they were together as getting towards the end of the run which was like i'm not sure if i want to carry on doing this or not yeah um but she stays on the bus and we get team come on delta and team bravo they um do the route of the bus and managed to beat the bus to the terminal. It's the Sunshine B109 and Bravo team, aka the excited schoolboys. Love it, lads. Uh, co- one of them comes out with the line, It's about to get dark. Ooh. Love it. I thought it was a very good play on <laughs> Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciated it. Well, team Bravo are excited schoolboys. 
they park their car up and we see one of them stood where they come where the buses come in one of them stood elsewhere and then we had team delta stood waiting at where the bus will pull up yeah literally waiting to to get her as, as she yeah. came off they didn't even let her off no they don't even let the doors open really like as soon as they're open a little bit they're running like can we just check your bus yeah and they find her hiding on a chair and they make it briefly look like like she's not there yeah. uh, but she's hidden down sort of between the steep slope really crouched down um and it's do you know what i i we sort of looked at each other and, and went like did an eye roll mm. as if to say another capture which is like just like them there but what else did you expect at that point I to mean, be fair obviously with the uk hunted bus capture was it charlene Yes, yeah. She got was that, off. Was that uh, Dave Julie get your coats? Dave Julie get your coats. They were literally like bus pulls up, taxi pulls up, out. Yeah, she got actually you. got off she, the bus. There was a bit of a chase. Th- there wasn't really a chase. Well, no, but there was a. There, there was a split second. Yeah, but she was oblivious to the fact that she was going to get caught. So that yes, okay, it wasn't the greatest of captures but it was funny mm. this one was just mm. this one was a basically she's going to get off at one or two places we're going to gamble and say that she's going to stay until yeah. the end and we're going to beat her there and they did i th- would have rather that they let her get off and let her have that brief second of you want the, you wanted them to fuck with her head. Yeah, I wanted her to get that brief second of they don't know where I am. I've done it. I've oh, got that. away, and then literally just for one of them to come behind her and gone. It's the I'm a celebrity thing where they bring out a steak dinner. Yeah. And go let them smell it, let them look at it, and then go. Actually, that's not yours. Here's two kangaroo balls. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I wanted her to have, and it's gonna sound mean. I wanted to, her to have that little bit of hope that she'd done it and she was going to get to the end and she'd got away from them and they didn't know where she was and then for it to be ripped away. Because in the words of the great May from Ted Lasso, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. I knew where you were going with it. Thank uh, you. I did write, write down on my bit of paper um, that one of them says, this girl has nowhere to go. Um also, Lavinia was like, I don't know what to do. Um, and that at the end... Oh, and that also as well, talking about how they actually managed to track the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, the asset tracking system, Ooh. basically the same as the car tracking yeah. system thing, but for buses, because buses' routes are tracked, that's how it comes on the things at bus stops, say, in two minutes or whatever. Um, I'm a fan of those. Yeah, me too. Shame they're never accurate. No. Anyway... Um, she says at the end when she's on the the call, I was stuck in a steel box driving to the Hunters. Um, and also, uh, I wrote down, another dual co- capture, even the Hunter said it solemnly, like, Lavinia, you've been hunted. Like, really, like, yeah. almost like, oh, re- is that, is that like, I want some action, is that it? Yeah. Um, and then we get another David Craig classic, Heads down, arse up, as he's given his motivational speak um, as we move our attentions to the other fugitives left in the game who are Stathy and Matt and who are Jake and Rob. Where are we going first? I think we should go to Jake and Rob because I feel like we 
didn't see too much of them, so it may be best to do them next. Yes. Yeah? Excellent. Right, go. Where where did we uh, pick them up? Um, I don't know where they were because I was really bad at writing down locations this week. I wrote down West Footcray. I think that's what I wrote down. I okay. can't read my own writing, but I wrote down West Footcray, split tactic, three days yeah. remain. Yeah, so they were they were sitting and talking about the pros and cons of them splitting up. Which I guess when you get to this point... I was surprised that they didn't do it earlier. Yeah. And I knew that these would be the, the two to do it. Yeah. And they were coming up with some some good things. They were thinking, we don't know how many people are left. We don't know if it's just us or whether there's more than just us. But if it's just us, we want to make it so that they're not, they're, they can't focus all of their teams on us. They've got to split up. It's a little thing which Bobby Siegel taught us called probability and math. Probability and math. Yeah. If there's more of you running, it means that there's less teams on each person. So they didn't know that at the same time there was still Staffy and Matt. Mm. So obviously by them splitting, it means the hunters have got to try and find more people. Yeah. Because that's what the hunters are, are banking on now. They're banking on people trying to stay together mm-hmm. because ideally when you, you know, in, in that situation and, and things like that, at that point, you want to, you think people would stay together because of the support barrier. And therefore they would go, right, A, B, a, B and C um, or A and B, you're going here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, D and E, you're going here. And C is a floater between mm. the two or whatever. However they want to work it, yeah. they basically just put assets towards that. And it's easier. The less people there are in the game, the easier it is for yeah. the hunters. Um, yeah, which is why it's. I've always said it's critical what you do in the first mm. 24 hours. Um, but yeah, they very much decide that they want to split. And their plan is to find... Um, a local pub and find separate accommodation at that pub but in order to do that they're going to utilize rob's yeah skill set yes so jake's done the thing of my skill set as a police officer and i know now that there's power in us splitting yeah. up and rob's gone right leave it to me let's get us on in disguise yes rob uses his special effect skills and he makes them both into women so we have fake noses, he changes the shape of their faces, we have makeup, we even have fake boobicles. Yes, and to be fair, we've seen a lot of dodgy wigs we in, have, uh, yeah. in Australian Hunted and in Hunted in general. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm talking about dodgy wigs this week, I'm talking more Staffy and Matt. Um, <laughs> sorry, lads. Um, but Jake and Rob, they do it, Rob does it really really well yeah um you know that's his his trade so um well done um but essentially they are you know dressing up as women um you know trying to adapt to different personality and there is something which comes with that as well because i wouldn't say it's easy for someone who's watching the cctv to figure it out Mm. but women do walk slightly differently to men they have different postures and things like that and um, they move in slightly different ways and will maybe act in different ways in terms of the hand gestures and pace and things yeah. like that. So you've got to get into that mindset mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, and also you need to make sure that you know, you're not like letting your wig slip yeah. and all of that stuff. So you've got to be cautious about the way you do it. If you've got a recognisable way of walking, like if you've got a limp, 
or a tell, which is about mm-hmm. the way you strive. You need to change. You need to change everything yeah. from you. It's not just your appearance. It's your mindset as well. Um, and I did write down the question, would you dress up as a man for a hundred thousand pounds to evade if if it meant evading capture to get to a hundred thousand yeah. pounds and obviously the same question to me would i dress up as a woman for that money so i'm going to put it on you first okay because it's i think it's slightly i think going the opposite way from woman to man yeah. is different yeah it's very different it's going to be difficult for you <laughs> you know what i mean i'm gonna need a baggy top yeah. I'm going to need a baggy top and a baggy hoodie. Yeah. And I'm going to make a really short man. That's true. <laughs> like I'm going to be there a are really, short really, really short world. man. There are very <laughs> short men in this world who, you know, drive fast cars and things because it's, you know, yeah. compensation yeah. for what they haven't got. Yeah. But I'd, I'd do it. I'd give it a go. I'd need some baggy clothes and a wig. How but... would it work with your hair? What would you do with the hair? Would it, would it be hair, like, hair up and... Like bold cap on, or yeah. would you go to the length of trimming it down as much as you could? I think I'd, the the shortest I'd be willing to trim it would be like shoulder length, because mm-hmm. I couldn't go any shorter than that because I'd hate it. Bring your hair to the front so that. So I'd be willing so to sh- go sort of here, right? So that'd be like probably that. Yeah, so sort of chin, le- yeah, sort of like shoulder length, yeah. But then I think I'd just... I suppose in Australia you could get away with it because I think more in Australia there are more yeah. men with longer hair. But I think it's I'd, not a stereotype. I think it's... I'd whack it up what I've seen. and either bold cap myself or wig myself. Yeah. Or do wig and hat. I think bold cap and hat, I think you'd yeah. be more likely to... I'd, I'd, need, I'd need to go hat, I think. Yeah. Would I do it? Come on. Would, would you dress up as a... Lady. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <sighs> and if, if you did, would you wear fake boobs? I think I'd have to because I'm skinny. Like, <laughs> I think it'd be quite obvious. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I don't think I would because I think I'd be... I'm conscious that I walk in a certain way. Would you change your hair colour? Oh, I'd definitely like... Like, would you... What, um, to become a... a, w- a no, no. Just like to disguise yourself. Would you temporarily... Because you can get temporary dyes that last like a certain number of washes. Look, if it meant not being ginger, I would do anything. Although when I was 14... 
I did try like being cool and hip. We're talking 2002, 2003, right. 2004 time, 2003, 2004. Um, and at one point, you know, remember when like blonde highlights were a thing? Like the tips. Yeah. Yeah. I did try and put blonde highlights in my hair, right? <laughs> and I looked like a walking candle. Um, Are there any pictures of this? No, nope, oh. there are not. Um, Thankfully, there are not. Damn. I mean, you wouldn't want to see it. I was horrendously bullied for it. And uh, oh. yeah, I did not like it. And... Um, I've had my hair where it's been like, like short back and sides shaved. I might do that again and try and dye it. I think I just, I think just dye it. I think for a male changing their appearance because that's what we're essentially Mm. talking about here. Would you change your appearance? Yes, I would change my appearance, but I would start the process by growing out a beard. Yeah. Because it's easier to go. It's easier to go down to to normal to put stuff on. Mm. Um, so I think I would go. That'd be my go-to. I'd I'd do temporary dyes. I'd yeah, I'd give it. Because like a go. my I mean, hair's my hair's already quite light. But what can you do with ginger? You just whack on like a black or a brown. I don't think with my colour ginger it'd work. Much. It would. Well, I'd be. I'd, I'd give it. It wouldn't really matter, would it? You'd be on the run. That's also true. It's also true. Should we go back to yeah. uh, Jake and Robin? Anyway, get that image of me being a walking candle out of your head. <laughs> Literally was. <laughs> anyway, they find their accommodation. People actually, like, there was one person who used to bully me a lot. Yeah. And uh, used to, I mean, you'll laugh at this. And oh, I laughed at it now as an adult, but at the time I did not find it funny. Used to uh, shout the word when I got started to get angry. Flame on! <laughs> Absolute dick. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, Jake and Rob. They find... Two sets of accommodation, and off they pop to their accommodation. Um, we then see HQ, and I wrote down a quote, um, and I don't know whether it was said by the hunters or said by Jake and Rob, but I got top spot of the hunters' most wanted list. Oh, I didn't get that one. I got that we've got to try and pick that window when they were talking about like what they were going to do next yeah. and trying to think about. Um, the phone because we t- I think it was specifically about the phone um, and that's quite interesting um, because when they'd split and successfully mm-hmm. split you saw Jake talking a lot about trying to contact Rob yes one thing I would not do mm-hmm. if I were to split yeah. at that point with three days to go is even bother best mate or not mm. about contacting my friend. Yeah. If we did it, I wouldn't even bother. I, I would trust in you enough to know that you know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Because that's the worst yeah. thing to do. Because it's it's showing you vul- vulnerable, which of course you are. Yeah. But it's also giving the, the hunters, they pick up on that. Like, for example, they've already entered the burner phone. Mm. So if they pick up on that and intercept that call or text or whatever, and that defies the point of you splitting up because it could give them the information that you have split and moved yeah. on it defies the point it defies yeah. the logic of doing it in the first place so why bother yeah and you know they do use the burner phone again well more hqd because they prank call it 
Yeah, it's switched off, which I don't know whether that means they can get a location or not. I don't think they can. Um, so I think that's where the, we've got to try and pick that window comes mm. from. Um, and again, um, Simph says there's a hunt within a hunt because he's taking it personally on yeah. looking for the uh, looking for the um, for for Jake, the policeman, which is quite funny. Um, we don't really see much of them after that, nope. um, and it'll be interesting to see how it progresses in the final episode with those two. Will they reach out to each other? Will they stay close to each other? Because they have sort of stayed in similar yeah. areas. And of course, it's all going to come crashing out anyway. Because as soon as they are told the extraction point, the hunters are going to know. And straight away yeah. they'll go, well, we know we know what teams we've taken out of the game. Yeah, so we now know that there's three people. And we know that so there's three. three people separately. Um, so that must mean that they split up by yeah. power of deduction. So, yeah, there's... Pros and cons of doing it. Maybe they should have perhaps done it a little bit earlier. Maybe. But, you know, if it gives them the best chance of getting away, yeah. then it, because it's still, regardless of the hunters knowing their location from um, the point uh, of mm. where they are from when they get the extraction details, still means that they've got to split the hunter teamers into three rather than into two. Yeah. So, um, still a little bit logical. Looking forward to seeing how that uh, transpires next week on then to staffy and matt yes who um, well they've given the hunters the right runaround they have um, and the the tension part of the show very much comes from their actions yes so we pick staffy and matt up they are still camping um and they have found a group of ladies who have agreed to help them with the lift and accommodation. Um, and we know that they're trying to get to um, the festival. Chill out festival. The Chill out festival. festival. And obviously, HQ are already suspect that they're going to go. And Team Alpha are already on their way to the festival. Mm. Um, and they're obviously trying to meet up with Dean, who is the organiser of the, yep. the festival. And it's... Um, it's Dean who the hunters are uh, very much onto because of cyber's work and they've got phone monitoring on. So when they're in uh, Trenton uh, mm-hmm. and lend a, a phone off the locals, they know that that phone call is made. And even though they do a little bit of uh, coded chat, um, the hunters are still listening. But we spoke about coded chat with these two before, didn't we? Yeah. Um, with the one on the fridge. This time, obviously... I don't think that anything from what the fridge will say will give give it away. Yeah. Um, but it's very much conversational in terms of something which resonates with Dean because it gets explained mm-hmm. a little bit later on um, when they're saying, meet us at the place where we first met Avery at 4.30. So they've got a time, which is a little bit... Um, little bit foolish but i guess you've got to be you've got you've got to give a time haven't you unless you do it in a coded way um maybe maybe could have said some like for example if i said to you meet us meet me at the place where we had our first date at the time when um taskmaster would air right yeah you would know that it's the mini golf at 9 p.m there you go so there is ways and means of yeah doing it so yeah there, there is that 
Um, but again, the hunters are very much, um, very much following it. But I'll stand on a little bit of a blind alley as we see with a nice little revelation about Avery. Oh yes. So Avery isn't an actual person. Avery, I imagine, I imagine Avery, the drag community would slightly disagree. Sorry, drag community. Avery is a person, but isn't a person. Avery is a persona. Is a persona. Avery is Staffy's drag name. Drag name. It's his drag persona. Um. So it's where they first came up with the name of Avery. Yeah. But obviously, the hunters are actually searching for somebody called Avery, thinking that it's a friend or an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Um, so they're looking for an actual person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder how long it will be before they actually do put the dots together and go, drag convention, have they done drag in the past? And if so, have they? is there a yeah, social maybe. media post saying, meet Avery or whatever? We'll see. Maybe. But... They managed to get a photo of Dean, um, who has been hosting some sort of event at a swimming pool. Pool party. Obviously in drag. Mm. So they get a photo of him. We have Team Charlie in plain clothes on the street and Team Alpha to the pool to try and locate Dean. Yes. Uh, there's a little bit of a clue in the Avery name, by the way, which mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I think the hunters picked up on, um, but I think we maybe missed it. Avery is another name for a place where what animal is kept? Birds. Birds. Birds is what some English people call, call a, a woman. woman. Me have bird. You, have you seen me bird? I'm sure more than English say it as well, yeah. but it's common in England. Bird is common is a common word used for woman in England, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Um... So there's a little bit of clue there. Sorry, what were you saying? You were saying about um, the picture of Dean. Yes, they've got a picture of Dean in drag. It's given to teams Alpha and Charlie. Charlie are on the street in plain clothes. Alpha go to the pool, but there's no sign of Dean. Love the fact that they're in plain clothes mm. um, because obviously blending a little bit and yeah. then they can just sort of have the phone. How many people do you see sort of like walking around town just like just like that on the phone, like that on the phone, pretending to have a? I mean, they probably are having a video call. No, but right now. I, this might look like I'm having a video call speaking to whoever, but actually I'm filming you or filming what yeah. the surroundings are. Loads of people do it. Yeah. You know, you, you do get loads of people who do just walk around like that, yeah. actually filming their location. Yeah. So. It's not inconceivable. It's, no. It doesn't evoke too much suspicion. especially if there's a drag festival going on. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to get loads of people filming what's happening. Yeah. Um. So. We then see Staffy and Matt split up on their approach to the meeting point and they're sort of dotted at different ends of the street, hiding behind trees. Um, and they then spot Dean turn up, but... They're not the only ones to spot no. Dean turn up because Dean is wearing a great big pink wig. Um, and a zebra dress. And a zebra dress. So, you know, couldn't really and miss he's, him. he's also stood in the wrong place. Yeah, um, he goes to the very front of the building. They wanted him to go to the back. Yeah. So, um, But I guess that's the danger with doing coded chats, right? Because obviously he's gone to the place where they first met Avery, which which was the pub where they came up with it, but not, um, you know, not specifically no. ta- this table or um, 
go to the rear or you know mm. whatever yeah. this it, it's so very open that's the phrase i was looking for thank you it's all right um so obviously there's there's quite a while that this that they're there um and staffy makes the decision to walk to the back of the pub where there is a garden mm. and he manages to get someone's attention and asks them to pass a message to Dean and luckily the person that he finds knows Dean. Yeah, I think everybody in that pub would know yeah. Dean at that point. Um, uh, but also you could say he's probably in, probably in drag so you know, mm-hmm. we'll find, you know, find him. Uh, can I just give a little bit of a shout out to Jace? Yes. Uh, who has a little funny line in this. Yeah. Uh, ben says good spot. Um, and he says, it's what we do, mate. <laughs> nice little thing of, yeah, I didn't wait surprised, but yeah. I enjoyed it. Very good. <laughs> um, so he gets a message to Dean and sort of it's it's asking him to walk a certain way. Mm. Um, Team Alpha and Charlie both see that a message is given to him. Um, and Team Alpha follow Dean but they lose vigil of him, and Dean walks the wrong way. Critically, because Alpha are in a car still and not on foot. Um, Dean walks the correct way to begin with and then walks the wrong way. Mm. So again, we've got... Miscommunication, miscommunication. variables taking place and things like Um, that. So Team Alpha drive down a street, they do a U-turn... But as they do the U-turn, or just before they do the U-turn, they spot someone behind a tree. Yeah, Michelle, as uh, is part of Team Alpha, spots someone behind a tree. It could have been Dean that they were looking for. Yeah. It could have been anyone, but she spots something behind the tree and goes, mm, it's a bit suspicious. They spin round, and it's game on. Yes, they spin round, they realise who it is, and it's get your running shoes on. Now... I feel at this point that he made a wise choice. You are on a hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know you need to run. Yeah. Are you running uphill? Yeah. Or are you running downhill? Downhill. Absolutely running yeah. downhill. Momentum. Yeah. So he runs one way, but we also then get Staffy running in the opposite direction. Because critically, Staffy has clocked that um, Matt is being chased yeah. and knows that he's about to get captured. Yeah. But also, there's a nice little thought light bulb which goes on in Staffy's head which is well if he's getting chased that means that probably they're going to put most of their attention on him which is a this is my prime window to get out of here yeah so um we have Matt running now this is where I'd like to just make a little comment okay and I've noticed it whenever we get a fugitive running on the Australian hunted right and in the UK on our hunted when there is a capture, we all know that hands-on means you're captured. Yeah. You are not captured until hands have been put on and we've had the blah, blah, your time on the run is over, you have been hunted down. You have to think, Tig. You can't just shout, Tig. Yeah. You have to physically Tig. Yeah. So I can say to you right now, Natalie, you have been captured, your time on the run is over. Not the case. No. But if I go... Natalie, your time on the run is over. You have been captured. I know hands I'm captured. Are, hands are on there. Hands I know I'm captured. Whereas I am noticing... By the way, it's not physically hand-to-hand. It's any, any touch part, of the body. Any it's part of you. Touch, shoulder. It's usually shoulder, yeah. usually back. Yeah. But I'm noticing on the Australian one, and, you know, correct me if this is how they do things or what, but this is just my comment. I'm noticing a lot that you're getting... Stop. 
you need to stop. You have been hunted down. Stop. You need to stop. But there's no hands on and they're still running. Yeah, they're shouting that you've been hunted before. Yeah. You've been hunted. Stop. You need to stop. Do they need to stop? No, of course they don't. Because they're, they're a fugitive, so they just keep running. Yeah, I mean, it might well be a tactic to try and go, well, we're going to get you anyway. Maybe. It's not. It's just the the shouting. Yeah, it's not, oh, I've seen you, that's it, you've been captured. Yeah, no. So we. Just define seeing you, because I could see a picture of you on your phone, and that's. That doesn't mean you've been captured, does it? So we had it here with Matt. We had the stop. You need to stop. We've had it with Nick as well and a few others. Um, But Matt gives quite a good run here. You know, Mm. he has a good run. But I think he trips. Yeah. And that's game over capture. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's put in the back of a car and off and off they go. It was actually what made me laugh was he was put in the back of one car by uh, Team Alpha <laughs> and then he just buggered off and left him. <laughs> whose car whose you car was that. that? You stay that, we're off. Yeah, we're just gonna look for you, mate. Um so obviously Staffy's running in the opposite direction and he's he then needs to find help. So he asks a man, but he just says no. He then asks another group of people that they've been drinking. Mm-hmm. He then finds someone else and they say yes to helping him. Yeah. Um, and you can see that there's a lot of panic there. Yeah, the adrenaline must be pumping. Must, mine must be going through the roof. he speaks to the person who actually helps him, the words are like, I'm on the run, I've lost my friend, my friend's just been captured, can you help me, can you get me a lift, can you find me someone where to stay? And it's just, I need to get all this, this information out yeah. really, really quickly. Please, can you help me? It did give me memories of uh, Series 6 and Nathan in Carlisle. But obviously that was so emotional because of the fact that mm. he's deaf. Yeah. And he, he can't yeah. hear. And he, that, the vulnerability level is yeah. shot up. But yeah. Yeah, he, he does ask for help after a bit of denial and gets it. But I think with someone like Staffy, I think he is probably quite persuasive. Doesn't Won't give up too mm-hmm. easily. There is an element of panic there and, and things like that. Um and he does manage to ultimately get away. Um, and I look forward to seeing what happens with him now on his own yeah. in the final couple of days, knowing that he's got to try and make it to uh, to extraction and to try and get his share of uh, $100,000. Um, I did write one thing down at the end. Yeah. And that is, of course, you always get the shot of them in the car mm. afterwards. I don't know whose car he was in. Um, but he was in the car and he was talking, you know, when they do the reflection interview. Yeah. At what point in the process would you find it emotionally difficult or emotionally hard to take the fact that you've been captured? Because, obviously, the closer that you get to winning and mm-hmm. the finish line, the more it must, like, really get you and must be difficult to, to get over. I'll give you an example of, like, my personal life in mm-hmm. terms of... I was doing something for a long, long time. Then I wasn't doing it for a long, long time. And I'd come to terms with it, but it took me a long time to get over the yeah. fact that I wasn't doing it. And then a couple of years ago now, um, out of the blue, I got the opportunity to, to do it again. Had a really great time doing it. Had some fantastic memories, which I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a real pinnacle point in my career. But then all of a sudden, it was taken away just a few days before I thought it was going to continue. Yeah. And I'm still not over it, and we're a year on. Yeah. 
So at what point in the process does it become emotionally difficult to take rejection and to swallow the fact that something which you've wanted and worked towards and striven for for so long, whether it's over a bigger period or a short amount of period, and all the decisions that you've taken, all the close calls that you've had, all the mm. moves that you've made, at what point does it become that difficult to take? At what point in the process would you find it hard to accept that you've been hunted? I think anywhere close to the end. I think if you get caught quite near the beginning, it's going to be annoying, but you're going to get over it more because you weren't within touching distance, let's say. Yeah. But I would count within touching distance to be, it depends how many days you're on the run for. Say it is 21. I think anything sort of five days to go. Yeah, onwards. Onwards. You're within touching distance. You're getting there. And I think if you definitely, if you get caught once you know extraction details, oh, that's it. Yeah. You, you're done. You're never going to get over that. Because you knew where you were going to be. You yeah. knew what your end game was. You knew what moves you had to make. And you'd be playing that over and over yeah. and over again. I think I have to agree. I think if you get caught, let's break it into um, three blocks beginning, middle, end. First, maybe four blocks actually. First 48 hours. Yeah. The golden 48 hours from yeah. the jump point. Yeah. Um, if you get caught in that time, I think that's more bad luck. Yeah. Because you're not really making any decisions at that point other than trying to get away. And it's that thing of you are one in, let's say, what, is, what was there in this one? 12? 14? Have a quick um, count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10... 11, 12, 13, 14, 18. Eight, right, so if you're one, you're, you are one pair in 18. Yeah. You are, you are one in 18 people. Mm. So if you get caught in those first 48 hours, the hunters have got the same resources that they have at the end at the start. Yeah. So, from again, from a math standpoint, probability-wise, at the start, you're less likely to get caught. Mm. You've just been unlucky that you're... Yeah, and you'll, track be a, been traced, you'll be a little bit annoyed. Or that you've not made it out. The frustration comes from being annoyed at not yeah. getting out of the place and staying there too long and not having a methodical thought. Hmm. The second period for me is day three to probably about day 10, which is the constant thing of, has this move been followed? Has yeah. that move been followed? Has that person's phone been traced? Has that been done? Mm-hmm. And then I think you just you again you're more frustrated at yourself mm-hmm. because it's the decisions that you've made from day ten to probably day seventeen eighteen yeah um then it's more of a oh the hunters have just done the job and and caught me I've done all in my power to get so far down this route mm-hmm. it's just a game of chess at this point and who's yeah. going to blink first and you are m- fr- more frustrated that maybe you've not done things prior, like deleting messages or making one too many phone calls or staying in one too many places for too long. It's an investigational frustration, Mm -hmm. whereas the last four or five days, that's just anger because you are so close. So very, very, very close. You're you're literally touching it, and I just don't think that's ever going to leave your head. No. Um, So it'd be interesting to see what happens 
um, and if anybody else is caught yes. in the process because we now have three people remaining in the three. game and what two and a half days left pretty much yeah uh, they're going to find out in the next episode about um, their extraction. And again, similar to the UK, they call a number, they get told the details, but as soon as they do, their extraction, their exact location is revealed to the hunters. And that will be the point that the hunters realise we've got three. Yes, absolutely. So it'd be interesting to see how they react to that yep. and how the hunters react to that and how that changes yes. their game plan. A couple of things which I enjoyed in this episode. Yep. Um, obviously, the tension part of it, which I mentioned at the start. We have... We we had the chief in his notebook again. We had the chief in his notebook and we had heads down, arse up. Heads down, arse up. Get that on a mug or a t-shirt. Um, but I also wrote down in the uh, Satian map part of, part of it, uh, they put a little map graphic on the screen of Stathy's here, Matt's here, um, Thingamabobby's here, Dean is here, yeah. Alpha team are there, Bravo team are there, Charlie team are there, ah. Delta team are there, whatever. And it was just like very good visually to see. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So in terms of if you were trying to map it out and think logically about where you'd go. I enjoyed that. Good. I enjoyed it. Very much looking forward to the last episode. Yes. Um, and to wrapping up this series. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see where we are with things, really. I can't believe that, actually, it's gone as it has. I actually felt at the start that it would take us so long to get through. Yes, it did. Uh, but we really have rattled on. But if you also look at the jump in terms of when people were caught... You know, Angie and Michelle, day two. Um, Aaron and Lee and Jess, day four. Um, Courtney and Derek, uh, day eight. Uh, and then day nine for Karen and Brittany. Day 10 for Sonny, Joe and Grace. And then there's a massive jump. There's a whole week between them getting caught um, and Chris and Panique yes. getting caught. Um, but maybe there is a little bit of uh, reasoning for that as well, which... Um, we can't say, nope. but I'm sure um, if you did your research, you might find yeah. out um, about. Um, put it this way, it's a TV show and certain things have to be done in TV shows, especially at the time of year that it was filmed. Yes. You put the dots together and make up your own investigational minds. <laughs> Looking forward to the last episode, as we say, to see how it plays out, to see what they do with it. I'm expecting big things, but I'm expecting big things because of the way that the final episode of Celebrity Hunted in the UK played out. That was, and remains to this day for me, the best final episode of a series yep. that I have seen so far. And it's going to take a lot for my mind to change on that. Ooh, so okay. Australian Hunted, the task is there. We'll see what happens. Mm. Um, any other comments? Anything you enjoyed about that episode? Anything you're looking forward to or wanting to see in the final episode? I'd maybe like another another chase capture or I'd like... I don't just want it to be an easy extraction. I don't want there to be no hunters around. Mm. I want there to be some tension in that final moment. It'd be interesting to see what the actual extraction is as well, yes. whether it's going to be boat, plane, or whether they do something completely different. Yeah, be good to see. Mm. Um, if you want to get involved and have your say, if you've been enjoying what you've been listening to, or you've got anything that you want to discuss, or, or maybe don't agree with, Feel free to work, work, uh, reach out for us on social media. We'd really love to hear from you, whether it's uh, whatever it is you want to talk mm -hmm. about. Follow us, share, um, tell all your friends about it. Uh, Twitter, at HuntedPod. Instagram, at HuntedPod. Facebook, we're just HuntedPod. 
or email us huntedpod at outlook.com and we will see you at the same time next week as we talk about episode number nine the final episode in australian hunted series one which will not wrap up um, our review of australian hunted it will continue because we'll be doing at least uh, one more episode yeah uh, which we'll be talking about full comparisons Mm -hmm. uh, and not about fugitives and and yeah the things we saw on screen the moves that they made comparisons between the two what we'd like to see in the uk version that sort of thing and then fingers crossed touch Touch wood we'll hopefully have two more episodes on top of that where we'll be talking to a couple of fugitives (laughs) from the show but you've got to remember at the time of recording this episode we haven't done that yet Mm -mm. we're still in discussions with them Mm -hmm. we've got to try and make it work in terms of time because there is a massive time difference in the middle so we may have to take a bit of a break but we will try and get those done try and get those to you and uh yeah and then we'll be moving on (gasps) with uh more hunted related content but until then don't forget to like rate subscribe and tell all your friends about the hunted podcast and carry on the journey for now though your time on the pod is over you have been hunted and we will see you next time goodbye bye 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 Try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands came from the people who deceived me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me. Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they drop the chains, you can say no, free me. 